Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of That Metal Podcast, episode 116. I'm Wolfman Dave. I am Andrew. So we got a, my homie from... Dark Aria. Fuck yeah, dude. So this is actually a long time coming because I think in the, previously in the past, uh, we just never had time, right? Yeah, we've always... I think we tried a couple of times before, but for one reason or another... Plans fell through, and then, of course, the pandemic hit, and yes. that pretty much yeah. messed everything up for a while. Right. And, and mean, then you travel a lot, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, for work, I do travel a lot. But, I mean, it's great to finally yeah. finally be talking to you guys. Hell, yeah. So, as you may know, this is a podcast by Metalheads for Metalheads. Today, we are going to be discussing uh, alternates, I would say. What else is out there besides Insomnium mm-hmm. and the whole melodic death metal scene? Uh, I'm going to go as far to include melodic melodic black metal bands as well to kind of uh, give people different options, I would say, you know, like to kind of open it up. Agreed. You know? uh, some of these people may disagree with. Some of them, they might say, fuck yeah, that's badass. Uh, but quite frankly, I mean, to me, it doesn't matter because I think it's one of those things where it's like our personal ones that we enjoy that we think other people should listen to. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, at least for my perspective on where I came up with these albums that I really like, uh, it has a lot to do with me playing guitar, and that kind of painted my view on how I view music and whatnot, and the bands that I, that I found and that I fell in love with, with right. melodic death metal. Yeah, and then I know you had a hard time. Um, I think, I don't know, this is one of those genres that... I really truly enjoy listening to it's probably right next to my favorite right next to progressive metal my favorite genre Ooh, yeah me too yeah <laughs> so we actually were discussing Evergrey earlier and I was letting I was because you hadn't heard it yet the new one no. right? uh, I was kind of weirded out because yeah they're going in a really poppy direction a little because I heard a little bit of like that like um what kind of like those drums that they use like the fake drums kind of mm-hmm. And then they had this, oh. they have like this Monday night football, whoa, whoa, mm. like this shit in the background. And I was like, no, mommy's way. Like what's shit. going on to Evergrey? Uh, I don't know if it was, what was this other project? Silent Skies? I, I don't, don't think I ever heard that one. Okay. Um, it was super uh, I mean, acoustic. Yeah. My earliest memory with Evergrey was when I first saw him on MTV2 way, way, way back when. Oh shit. And it was the song Blinded. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah. But, I mean, before then, I was listening to, like, you know, your typical radio rock type deal. And then I heard that whole arpeggio thing at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. Recreation Day. Yeah. That's my favorite album. Yeah. That was the first one I heard from them. Yeah, that was definitely an amazing song. Yeah. And they kind of did a couple of good albums after that. And then from there, they just... For me, I felt like once the drummer left... The the guitarist stuff, I think. Yeah. They had all kinds of people come in and, and come in and go in. They weren't ever the same. Um, but the Atlantic, that was an outstanding album, and the one before that, um, good albums. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of going off on a tangent. Uh, any any new music you've been listening to that you're kind of excited about? Um, I've been listening to a lot of progressive metal. That would mm-hmm. be the majority of what I've been listening to. Um, 
a lot of Caligula's horse uh, lately. Um, Hell yeah, Hawken. Yeah, I really, I'm really digging some Hawken. Um, actually, the show the other day that I went to with Hypocrisy, mm-hmm. amazing by the way. Yeah. Um, I had never heard the Agonist before, and I know people are either love them, hate them type band, yes. but I actually really, really enjoyed their set. Yeah. Uh, so much so that I actually bought both CDs, and I've never actually explored any of their music, so I'm kind of okay. looking forward to that. I know that's the, um, what's her name's previous band? Uh, Alyssa, Ali- I can't remember her. Glute, glutes? Lush, from, yeah. from Arch Enemy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's her previous band. Mm-hmm. I've never really heard anything from that. I know there's a lot of drama between the two. That's there's, that's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, I know there's that, but that's cool. Um, I know you heard another another show last night. Oh, yes. Uh, Bork Nagar, yeah. Rotting Christ. Um, a really another band that I bought both albums that they were selling was a veil of nath i want to say p-n-a-t-h yeah but i had never heard them yeah i don't i don't think i've ever heard they were pretty pretty awesome they were uh very black metal but like uh i don't know they did it they did it tastefully my i love that it wasn't over the top yeah you know what i mean yeah super lo-fi yeah yeah um i know i i i saw the the times Mm -hmm. the rock house put the times and i was like 11 40 i'm like no nah, dude i'm already in bed by that fucking by 10 yeah, it's mimi's time around yeah. that time yeah dude <laughs> uh but no I, I i kind of like i had to sacrifice and i just decided not to go you um, missed a good one man you missed I know, a good one i know and it sucks it's always during the week you know mm-hmm. and then and then the other thing that sucks is like i'm already gonna go on a fucking summer vacation but not till next thursday dude oh man so if i'd been next thursday you got any uh you got any plans for, to travel for any shows in the summer? Actually, yes. Oh yeah. Um so in early June, I'm going to head over to Austin to well more to Kyle. Nice. Uh Texas and we're going to I'm going to head head over to see my homies in Hydrodyne, Robbie and uh Danny. Mhm. And ho- hopefully we're going to check out Symphony X and Hawken. Oh my goodness! You, I, yeah. I gotta. I didn't realize they were coming to Austin. Yeah. Now that I know, I will probably be traveling with you. June fourth. June fourth. Wow, that's just around the corner. Yep, two weeks. All right, I gotta get on it then. Yeah. So I would, I would, I would just, I just want to see Russell Allen, Sir Russell Allen. Mm. You know, uh, I've got to see Michael Romeo for me, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, that mo- First of all, when you have somebody. He's a little bit of a chunkers, mm-hmm. and his—he's a thick boy. He's <laughs> his movement, like he could play, dude. Oh yeah. So I'm like, he could, he yep. Could, oh, dude. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, everything cool, everything willing, you know, works out. Uh, Symphony X and Hawken. I forgot the other band that's gonna open, but don't matter to me. It's those yeah. two. That's all you I'm need. Ar- I'm already sold. I mean, yeah. Even if it was just Symphony X or if it was just Hawken, like I would go. Yeah. No shit. Um, so for that, and then I, we already bought our tickets for Epica in September. Oh, nice. Go to, we're going to go see them in Phoenix. That's an experience, man. Yeah. I, I, uh, I got, I had the opportunity and I, I checked them out for half a set, uh, on, uh, one of the 70 K's, uh, 70,000 tons of metal they played. And it was just, how was that experience, man? Cause I've heard so many good things about it. It seems like a dream come, come true. It's, it's like, a if like if you're a kid 
like in a kid in a, in a, in a candy store because mm-hmm. of the variety of bands, the the sheer amount of people that you meet that are super cool, that are so nice and just you know full of knowledge and stuff that and and not assholes about it. Yeah, like I love that that you could just have a fucking conversation, and I'd be like, you know, like get pushed aside, like you know, and um, yeah, I mean. They actually just announced the dates for the next one in uh, 2023. Very nice. Uh, I think it's June, January 30th through the third or fourth of February. Oh, okay. Um, what what also ca- caught my attention about that whole tour was the fact that you're basically stuck on a ship with yes. your favorite bands. So yeah, it's you're bound to run into your favorite you, person here or there. You have a beer with them. You will. You, you <laughs> undoubtedly will. Yeah. And they also, besides that, they have meet and greets, mm-hmm. but you could also run into them. Uh, the, I don't know if I'm going to get like, why are you saying things, dude? But the uh, casino seems to be the main uh, area. If you're going to spot a celebrity, let's just say. Quote ah, good. All right. So problem solved. Problem solved. All right. So yeah, the. The casino seems to be the area that uh, is like the gathering, you know, the area. It's a nice little life hack. Yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, And if you're able to stay up late and they're doing karaoke, you shall definitely run into quite a few people doing karaoke. A lot of, I know Alexi from Children. Kind of curious, like what kind of karaoke do they do? Like what songs do they choose? Oh, come on, man. Like Britney Spears. Oh, really? You know, the usual the good stuff hmm. backstreet boys oh yeah <laughs> don't go playing games on my heart yeah man. dude <laughs> they had a lot of good stuff uh i think the the usuals but in a nice tasteful way yeah you know so yeah if you get a chance go go i know it's, it's probably going to be a lot more this time um everything's going up in price yep so yeah but it would be worth it yeah you know? definitely something worth to put my uh my airline points into uh yes mm-hmm. so it'll be out of uh miami never uh, been to miami either yeah um they always have pre-parties and post parties they have everything dude so it's awesome and then you can go to nico mcbrain's uh <laughs> whatever or mcbain's whatever his name is from iron maiden very nice his uh rib restaurant mm. that he has how is he um, on ribs I have not had any. I've mm. heard it's good, and if you're lucky, he's there. You know, if you're lucky, he'll he'll actually have a chat and. That'd be cool to talk some barbecue with him. Yeah, yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> he seems like he'd be just a mm-hmm. cool dude to talk to. Um, so let's talk about uh, a little bit about you. I know you have your band. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what got you into metal. Uh, kind of what you know. Wh- your influences sure um so my musical tastes have kind of been literally all over the place like the very first artist that i was super super heavily into was michael jackson i was like four years old yeah and like uh i made like a huge leap from michael jackson i ended up listening to rob zombie white zombie at the time corn marilyn manson and I got into that when I was like seven or eight. I was the only like seven or eight year old wearing a corn shirt. Life is peachy. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Life was peachy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, 
you know, fast forward a little bit down the line when I'm in high school, that's when I start getting into the 80s thrash metal, Metallica, Pantera, Testament, you know, all the, all the good, the usual the goodies. suspects. Yes, exactly. Um, a little bit into high school, I kind of wanted to take my playing to the next level. Because I, matter of fact, it was Children of Bodom that kind of did that for me. Like, I was like, holy shit, I didn't know you can do that kind of stuff on guitar. Yeah. And that kind of put me down the path of listening to melodic death metal. From there, I discovered symphonic, um, black metal. Like, I discovered all sorts of yeah. subgenres that I would have never discovered otherwise if it wasn't for Children of Bodom. But what caught my attention about them first initially was the guitar work. It was just freaking amazing. Yeah. And actually, I think we've, talked maybe i think about synergy as well no oh yeah synergy uh that that was his suicide by my side that yeah. album specifically that was him and his wife right um at the time at that time kim yeah yeah she i mean come on dude powerful vocals powerful man yeah i mean i remember at first i didn't know what the f- i didn't know what to fucking think i thought it was a dude same here you know and i was like no way dude and then i was like once i i had the cd and everything looking through it and i was like fuck kimberly dude she's badass <laughs> oh yeah um yeah dude i i alexi uh he's he was a shredder dude he was for sure man so fucking good and it's gonna be i mean he's missed big time Definitely. Rest in peace, my friend. Um, you know, going back to Children of Bodom, though, uh, it opened up a whole new door for me for, like, Shredders, too. I was listening to Michael Romeo. I was listening to Ingwe Malmsteen, Jason Becker, Marty Friedman, Cacophony. Like, yeah. at that point in my life, I, I'm not. I'm ashamed to say I was kind of an elitist because if it didn't have a flashy guitar solo, I didn't want to yeah. hear any of it. For Marty, did you ever get to check out his, uh, was this? side project was it hawaii or something like that or i don't think so i forgot it's another i only heard him megadeth cacophony and marty freeman by his solo stuff i think i'm pretty sure it was marty freeman yeah he had another project because i know he went to japan and i don't really know yeah he's still over there (laughs) (laughs) i got to see him live a while back yeah dude hasn't missed a beat man he's still freaking amazing i bet bet. and he's like seems like a fucking sweetheart too Mm -hmm. so that's cool yeah and that, like what I heard with uh, Ingui, demanding that, I don't know if you know Jeff Scott Soto, he sang he sang for Ingui a while back, and he sang for, he has other projects that he's done, I believe also the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, wow. Uh, he's a singer. He's been in a shitload of bands. Awesome. Ingui's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm playing tonight. I don't want you at the venue when I'm going to be playing. Oh, wow. And so this dude went to go support one of the bands. Mm-hmm. And this is all over El Face, you know, El Facebook. Fa- Facebook? Yeah, if it's on the internet, it's, it's mm-hmm. true. Um, and he gave a huge statement saying, look, dude, I was going to leave even without Ingui asking me to leave. I just wanted to see this band. I wanted to support them, and I was going to leave. Uh, and uh, I guess they had to make it. And we had to make it uncomfortable or weird or awkward, mm. uh, but just trying to show how much of a, a, a bag yep. that he is. That's why they say never meet your heroes. Yeah, absolutely. I can't tell you like, uh, and forgive me if there's any listeners out there on the other side of the ocean, but everybody that it's every artist that I that's come you know around here to the U.S. either from 
Norway, Sweden, Finland, whatever. They're very, very cold. They're not very easy to talk to. Mm. They're very, what's the word? It's like very curt. Curt. There you go. Like they don't really joke around. I mean, they put on the persona on stage. Yeah. But like, you kind of see them off stage. Like, get the fuck out of my face. Business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So you can't yeah. really. I, I don't get the impression that I could sit down and have a beer with, with with them. Actually, though, I think it was the bassist from Kalma. He was one, he was the first friendly one. Nice. That I met, and yeah. we had we had beer. I think I bought him a shot too. Yeah. We got pretty wasted that night. That's cool, dude. But <laughs> really, really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, then you got uh, you started playing music. You started playing guitar. Yes. You started saying, "I want to get better. I want to get better." Yep. And then you got your band going. Yeah. So funny story about the band with Dark Aria and stuff. Uh, it was during the whole uh, early two thousands when chat rooms were a huge thing and I was a part of one of these chats local chats here in El Paso and I just put out the message uh hey uh, anybody looking for a guitarist and I mean to be honest I was just doing it to get musicians so I could show show off my crappily uh recorded song off of my <laughs> uh I used a computer mic that was next to my guitar amp and just you know basically shredding Ooh. yeah just basically shredding yeah. And uh, that was the main goal, but I mean, sure enough, that's where I met Tony and actually Shane, the drummer at the time. Hold on. Hold on. Let's take care of that real quick. Okay. All right. So, yeah, um, continue on. It was uh, going back to the chat room days. I just sent out a chat. Uh, Shane, our drummer at the time, sent a reply that he was looking, you know, for a guitarist for their band. Um, I asked what kind of genre they were he told me melodic metal i was already sold at that point hell yeah um i sent him uh an audio clip of my playing like i said it was a professional quality with a computer mic you know to a uh what was it a, a little combo amp yeah so you know best quality ever um what could then, go wrong exactly <laughs> And then fast forward, you know, maybe a week or two later, I actually practiced with him in person. I, I was first, I wasn't super serious about it. Yeah. But uh, once I heard Lorenzo sing, and once I heard the whole band as a whole, I was like, "Holy crap! There's something special here." And we've lasted ever since. It's yeah. been, let's see, I would say maybe 15, 16 years we've been together. Damn, that's but, impressive, dude. Yeah. But there's no diva in our band. Like everybody gets along. We're all really good friends, as, yeah. as well as brothers in music. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what you. Uh, how about you? I know you for. you messed around with uh, music for a while, didn't you? You know, I did. I was doing more. Um, I would say more along the lines of acoustic folk. Uh, actually, there's a guy here in El Paso, uh, Johnny from Bless Be Man, mm -hmm. who does an outstanding job. However, he 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 creates everything on the spot, and then he does the uh, the acoustic stuff on the on top of that. Oh, nice. Uh, mine would be just like the darker tones of acoustic music, mm -hmm. strumming, almost hypnotic, like where it just keeps you know, yeah, very I, monotone vocals. Um, yeah, when I heard uh, Opeth, that was another one of the yeah the what is it life pivoting moments for me in music like that completely changed my whole outlook on yeah yeah on i things. think when when it was um i heard i think i heard morning rise mm -hmm. and then i bought orchid 
and because I heard Nectar from yeah. from Morning Rise, and then when I bought Orchid, game over, dude. That was it. Like that's when I knew that there's something special going, on. and that's when I knew like I had to listen to. There has to be more out there. What else yep. is out there? Uh, unfortunately, I feel like they went in a direction mm, yeah. that's unfavorable. They, although it, it financially, it it for them, you know, great. Yeah. It's more uh, commercialized, right? And I know you enjoy Ghost Revelries. I didn't, uh, because you could start <laughs> hearing the change there if you really listen to it. You could start hearing that there's there it's happening at that point. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't really like the. I think I think you just didn't like the riffs. Mm-hmm. You know, he's growling. Yeah. It's cool, but like, uh, so I just didn't like it. The person that actually introduced me to Opeth to begin with was Dark Aria, the the drummer Shane that I met through the chat room. Yeah. When he was picking me up on the west side to drive me to the northeast to practice, yeah. um, he had My Arms Rehearsed playing. I had never heard anything like that in my entire yeah. life. Like My vision of music was totally skewed at that point towards shredders and flashiness. And, you know, I had no idea music can be that beautiful. And then yeah. I was like, I need more. I need more. I need more. I need more. Yeah. And that's when I discovered Morning Rise. I discovered... Um, Blackwater Park, I discovered Orchid. Still Life, right? Still Life. Oh, Still Life, such a good one, too. Yeah. Um, for you, it fell off towards uh, Ghost Reveries. For me, it was after Watershed. I, Watershed, I loved it. And then everything afterwards. Um, that's There's there's a few songs hit or, that I like here and there Yeah. from their newer stuff. You know, I think um, still listening back, it's nice to hear michael growl mm-hmm. <laughs> so excuse me so it's not that bad um i would say it's like the load and reload compared to saint anger mm. load and reload aren't that bad so it's kind of i kind of have that i'll have to have that same mentality with watershed and uh ghost revelries you know to to kind of to kind of in my way uh, to negotiate that in my head, you know what I mean? Like you see, for for me, Watershed and Ghost Reveries was Injustice for All and Master Puppets. Like that's oh, yeah. that's what it was to me. And then the earlier albums was uh, Ride the Lightning and okay. freaking Kill 'Em All. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But either way, I I I I've always really loved them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There there was there. They're one of those most unique bands out there, mm-hmm. you know for sure. Catatonia, I know, is another band. Oh, another one. Another one, yeah. another one. Um, I didn't really get heavily into Catatonia until much later after I saw them live. Yeah. And once I saw them live, just something clicked. Yeah. And it resonated so well with me that, I mean, honestly, there's times where I prefer Catatonia, like over Opeth. I and, think Jonas' vocals are way better than, than yeah. Michael's cleans. Uh, now, now at least, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not back when. Just the melodies are so haunting yeah. and so oh, yeah. oh, beautiful, man. His his uh, his songwriting, like the, just mm-hmm. the way, just the way they compose music. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I enjoy old Catatonia. I enjoy new Catatonia. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm happy with everything that they've done. The newest album, though, it's kind of lackluster for me. He, but he, there's gonna be a few. It's okay. I I think yeah. I think. Uh, where he went wrong, he's doing too much monotone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he kind of had a range with his voice, like in his earlier albums and stuff like yeah. that. And like a lot of the songs, the music is there. The music yeah. is great. But yeah. when he sings, it's very monotone now. Like he, he doesn't, he doesn't fluctuate. I agree. I also kind of noticed though, they were kind of doing a lot more of this 
lo-fi trip hop weird, weird sound mm-hmm. there you know i was saying music to fuck to or whatever like that's kind of <laughs> like what they were kind of mm-hmm. gearing towards and i yeah. was like it's not bad but you got to be in the mood you know yeah, what I mean? or it sure. puts you in the mood i guess i would say um <laughs> So there's nothing wrong with that initially, but I just kind of want to hear Catatonia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you, man. I don't want to. I don't want to be getting aroused every time I listen to Catatonia. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. But um, I mean, I guess there's people who do. No yep. judgment here, man. Yep. Different um, strokes, different folks. There you go. Yeah, I mean, they're. I don't know what they're gonna do because, like, did you see they're gonna be on Psycho Las Vegas in August? I did not. They're gonna. They're gonna. That's kind of strange. Like. Well, I know. I love the lineup. Well, I I gotta be honest with you. I haven't seen the lineup this year. I I saw the lineup last year. Well, shit, dude. But like, there were bands like all over the place, like different genres and everything. I mean, look, you're gonna have Emperor. Yeah. Bone Thugs. Yeah. Satyricon, I believe. Um, I think Suicidal Tendencies. That's one hell of a roller coaster, man. Yeah, there's gonna be a a shitload of. I mean, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Bone Thugs, and I love some. Some some good hip hop and stuff. Yeah. So it's, it would be kind of trippy to like go it, to a a black metal concert and then yeah. right after that go to a freaking hip hop concert. It's the first of the month. <laughs> yeah, there no you shit. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would, yeah. I think I would love to go, but if the if it plays out, yeah, I I want them to already play their schedule though to put their schedule out because I would just want to go on the day for Catatonia. Yeah, you know, uh, I've seen them I think six or seven times already. Yeah outstanding every single fucking time so i would love to see them that's another thing that kind of sucks because there's so many tour uh festivals Mm -hmm. out there and you can't you can't make all of them you know it's just impossible it's and they're out in europe too yeah i know it might be an unpopular opinion might just be because i've had bad luck but i've never had good luck with festivals like i don't feel i get the impact of the show as well as i do like in a in a intimate setting like a a club or a bar right there there are exceptions like kiss kiss needs a freaking sa- a stadium to play a show because of their production and if that's the case of monomarth another case in point they yeah. do the whole pyrotechnics and all yes. that stuff yeah. amazing um but like some of the other bands that i watch that you know aren't as uh showy i guess lack of a better word um too much stage yeah too much stage man i agree um Actually, when I saw Kiss uh, a couple years ago, even kind of like high up in the seats, you could feel the fucking heat. Oh yeah, yeah, um, for sure, dude. man. <laughs> that was uh, the Don Haskins, mm-hmm. and I love the uh, the warning sign outside of the, the doors, like "Beware of percussive uh, pyrotechnics." <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you were in for or some shit, man. Percussive or concussive, one of the words. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, no shit, like. Yeah, it was it was fucking awesome. But. It's another uh, bucket list for me is Ramstein because yeah. I know they put on a hell of a oh, show. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not the biggest Ramstein fan, but I right. would go there just for the freaking performance, man. Yeah, I think that's so. a whole show. I think with that too, and I don't know they're only gonna do a few shows next year, huh? Mm-hmm. Just a select few, and I know there's one here in Texas. So. Yeah, I think it's San Antonio, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excuse me. So earlier today, I tried. Uh, have you ever watched Hot Ones? Oh yeah. We bought one of those bags. The, I did too, man. Yeah. yeah, last week. <laughs> dude, that that ghost one or whatever is fucking hot, dude. I haven't tried it yet. It fucked me up. Well, I have some. 
I have some if you want to try. Uh, I want to be able to talk though. Yeah. Man. Oh no 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 <laughs> no no. Don't worry. Um, I tried the only sauce that I tried was a regular, the mild packet. Yeah. And it's freaking flavorful, man. It's so good. I man. love the flavor on it. Yeah. Like it's not, it you know, not too spicy or whatever. It just has a good flavor to it. Yeah, I like the Los Calientes. Um, the classic one's awesome, the original yeah. or whatever. That one's good. But there's a there's something about the Los Calientes. I think it has like, um, it's like fruity. It has something in it. It's, yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Dark Aria. Yes. You guys started playing. Your lineup right now is with uh, you have Ivan. It's uh, me, Ivan Morales, Tony Gonzalez, Lorenzo Toro. We're currently looking for a bass player. Okay. And we're going to play a song. All right. Sounds good. What are we playing? Um, You can go ahead and start off with... Favorite? Favorite time. And is there anywhere... Like, can other people hear it? Uh, where, can, where else can they hear you? Um, you? You guys can hear us on our Facebook. Just type in Dark Aria. Um... You might luck out if you go on YouTube, type in Dark Aria Band. That might pull up a few results. Okay. Uh, best bet, though, is to go through our Dark Aria page, um, and you can find links to our music, uh, to our demo, and so on. We're actually working on a new EP. Drums are already done. We just need to get the guitars and the vocals and the bass. Okay. Everything else should be good. Cool. So, you guys, check out Super Badass, Melodic Death Metal from El Paso, Dark Aria with Favorite Time. Yes, sir.
talking about that a little bit later give us uh we'll give you guys give the listeners some of uh i don't know our our opinion maybe some uh, and will we say essential mm-hmm. but again don't get it twisted we're not saying these are the official the that the, they're the best or anything like that no. so. it, we're, we're spreading the good word if you haven't heard of any of the bands that we're going to talk about please do yourself a favor go look them up on youtube yeah and Enjoy. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and there's going to be one or two that I mention that are people are going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? And But put your thinking caps on and be open-minded. That's yes. all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Uh, ha- have a few beers, drink a yeah, few man. shots, oh, feel dude. a little groovy, uh, yes. throw on some music, throw the on best. some metal, melodic that's, death metal. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> uh, so we talked about we were talking earlier. I was like, man, I feel like a fucking rookie now. Cause I was like, I have a, a, I logged in 141 hours, actually last night. So you've been playing Elden Ring too, right? But you play on yes, PC. Yes, sir. I play PC and Xbox. Okay. So I actually bought it. Uh, I want to say sometime April. Mm-hmm. Um, pleasantly surprised because I hate it from software. Ah, really? I was not a fan of Dark <laughs> Souls. Yeah. Because I always felt like they were holding your hand in the level design. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my friend uh, Gonzo just the other day kind of made a good point that kind of tilted or made me kind of change my mind a little bit. Yeah. Where he was like, just pretend like it's like a 3D Metrovania game mm-hmm. versus just they're holding your hand. Like, yeah. this is the only places you can go. Uh, and I mean that it's not open world when I say that. Mm-hmm. So I will take that into consideration because I was playing Dark Souls 2. And that shit's fucking hard, dude. Very hard. It was fucking yeah. hard. In fact, I was told that is the hardest one. Yep. And here I had bought that one. I was like, I'm cool. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to I'm gonna be cool like you guys. <laughs> and I'm getting my ass handed to me constantly, consistently. Um. Uh, but then I bought Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Difficult but fair. 
to say the least. Yeah. It's not perfect by any means. Yep. Uh, sometimes the hit detection is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Because, they hit you through walls. Yeah, they hit you through yeah. walls, through rocks, mm-hmm. through things like that. I hate that. I fucking hate that. <laughs> uh, I love uh, the level design. The 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 areas are so fucking sprawled out. Yeah, like, it's fucking crazy, dude. You go through so many different environments. Yes. Yeah, and um. Which, ironically enough, go great with melodic death metal. Absolutely. That's yes. exactly why I was brought up again. <laughs> but what's cool about it, though, is like the uh, the, the creative design on the, the creatures, the monsters. Yep. Like, man, see those hand spiders? Oh, yeah. Dude, they're fucking the, creepy. The helping hands? Yeah, they're Did fucking... Did you ever watch uh, Labyrinth? Oh, that's right. Yeah, little helping hands when yeah, she yeah, falls yeah. through the, yeah. <laughs> the door. Dude, they're fucking creepy, man. Yeah. Um, but I love the design. Um. Yeah, the creature designs and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, I I poured uh, over three hundred hours into it, and I originally bought it on PC, um, and then I had nobody to play with. Like my friends bought it on Xbox, and I had an Xbox anyways. Um, but I never really played from software games with friends before. I always played by myself, and it's a whole nother level of fun. Like when you add friends to the mix, really? Yeah, you just go around okay. fucking up bosses, and if you can't beat somebody. Uh, there's just a lot of fucking funniness that goes around, what? especially after a few drinks and you're playing. Does the boss get harder though? Like, oh yeah, yeah, they yeah. More the boss HP? has a lot more HP, hits a lot harder. Um, but just like, uh, what what is it? The the conversations that we have while we're going through this anguish and getting killed, <laughs> like it's it's funny the shit that comes out of our mouths. That's funny. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like, uh, what's his name? From World of Warcraft, where he's like, God, they're like, God damn it. Uh, I forgot what his name was. Do you play Leroy with... Jenkins? Leroy Jenkins. God damn it, Leroy. <laughs> you play with anybody online on Elden Ring? No, no, man. I'm telling you, man, give it a shot. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Find some other. You What uh, platform are you on? PS4. 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 Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot. most people have PlayStations anyway, so. Yeah. It runs outstanding, though. Yeah. It runs outstanding. So I don't have any problem. Because mm-hmm. there are people who are like, oh, you can't run Elden Ring. Dude, it runs perfectly yeah. fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Like, not it's, a damn thing. It, you get more than five, six people, uh, creatures, monsters, people trying to kill you. You can see kind of a a, a lag, but that's mm-hmm. to be expected in anything, yeah. really. Uh, so, yeah, no. I love the game. I, I was truly surprised. Uh, are you big on um, other RPGs? Uh, Fallout and Skyrim? Um, oh, yeah. Fallout, Skyrim, um, Final Fantasy, turn-based RPGs. Um, I started with that. Yeah. Witcher. The Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Witcher yeah. 3. Um, I hope they... I saw that they redid the first Final Fantasy, though, for the NES. It looks, oh, the it looks pixel weird. remaster. Yeah, no, not even the pixel remaster. They completely did it. They redid it like 3D, sort of. Which one? Well, like they make it all like childish, and mm. uh, they didn't even give it the name. Huh. It's another name. You know which one I've been wishing that they would just remake because it was such a good experience, and even the the soundtrack was amazing. Final Fantasy three, six. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, it was, what was it, 3 in Japan and 6 well, here or something well, like, something got, like no, that? When we got it here, it was Final Fantasy 3 ah, for the Super NES. Yeah. In, in the series of, of things, sure, it was Part 6. Mm-hmm. 
but we got it as Final Fantasy three. One of the greatest villains, Kefka. Oh, dude. Yeah. To me, the best, mm-hmm. right next to seven, the best Final Fantasy yep. by by far. Agreed. By far, and just trying to like get all the magic spells from all the espers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I just love doing that shit. Dude. <laughs> just like super fucking fun game, man. I don't know. That's it was oh, yeah. a truly that was a unique experience, man. Yep, and uh, like I said, the music, yeah. uh, and that's another thing that uh, drew me to rpgs to begin with was the outstanding music that i naturally already liked classical music but then i liked video game music too on top of that. yeah so that's another thing that's kind of cool that comes with the territory where i think with a lot of cool video games Mm -hmm. is a lot of the cool music that comes from it yeah um and so it kind of they go together dude Mm -hmm. it's like the whole idea of quote the barbarian fucking and that cool fucking music that it comes with yep super cool dude so but yes, all of that makes me want to listen to melodic death metal. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so. Makes really good uh, RPG boss music. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Fix yourself a drink. Oh, yes. What are you drinking? Some good old TX whiskey. You ever had some? Not yet. You need to try some, my friend. <laughs> Hook it up, man. So. So. Sip on it first, taste it. But uh, I've had, you know, typical Jameson, uh, Jack sure. Daniels, you know, sure. the usuals, which are great. Yeah. But not because it's from Texas and we're from Texas. It has nothing to do with it. The flavor of it is just amazing. I love it. And I can drink it straight just like that without a problem. Really good flavor. Highly recommend if you've never it's tried good, it. good, man. Yep. It's delicious. You know, the other one that I tried was uh, Bullet. Never tried that. It's good. Yep. Smooth. Mm-hmm. TX whiskey, Texas whiskey, really fucking good, man. Oh yeah. I know my friend Josh is always um, always talking about it, but every time I go, he fucking runs out, man. Damn. So. Well, I mean, well, it's kind of understandable. So yeah, yeah. That's no, I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So. All right, let's let's talk about this really quick. So, in terms of melodic death metal. We know there's at the gates. Yep. In flames. In flames. Dark Shirt Quality. Yep. The usual the usual go-tos. Usual suspects. Right. The usual suspects. They've all gone in different directions, but one way or another, they're still actually uh, uh, seen and people are still like listening to them to this day. They haven't mm. been forgotten by any means. Um, I think what ended up happening within the last probably... 10 years i think insomnium blew up insomnium got really fucking huge uh and not to say not to take any credit away from them i'm not saying anything negative Mm -hmm. about it however i'm just stating that i feel like they got big within the last 10 years when they obviously deserve it they're yeah creating something badass um so when I saw this, uh, how it all started, I saw this. Um, I guess I guess at the time it was a live stream, and it was on YouTube, and it was the dude that I don't like from. Um, uh, what's his name? He did the uh, the banger films. He did like uh, the Headbangers Journey, and he did global metal whatever mm-hmm. he has his 
show on YouTube. And they did what's like uh, essential, essential melodic death metal albums. Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of shit on there that I completely disagreed with or I was laughing at. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> um, and I'm like, some of them for sure. Mm-hmm. At the gates, you know. Yeah. Uh, Slaughter the soul. You know, yeah. Uh, they had some good ones, you know. Uh, and then they're all like, oh, well, I think we should do In Flames, but I think we should. Do- I don't know. I think he said like, what was it? Like Cloud Connected? I forgot what the. the- what, newer In Flames. Yeah. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> like, I would be cool with like Jester Race. Yeah. You know, go as far as Colony, mm-hmm. you know, and just leave it there. But. They had a lot of stuff that kind of like I was laughing at, and I was like, "You guys are weird, man! Like, <laughs> what are you th- what are you talking about?" So I didn't agree with a lot of the stuff that they put out. Yeah. With that being said, I wanted to kind of talk about essential, or not even essential, but good melodic death metal slash black metal albums that are out there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, Insomnium. That's the first thing they popped in their heads. And like that are, and I'm like, okay, no. Let's, bands and albums that are not Insomnium. Or at the gates. Or at or the gates. Or flames. the usual suspects, as we said. Mm-hmm. Some of these are probably going to still be the usual suspects. Yes. For some people. And that's cool. Uh, it's I, okay. I think I can agree, though. I kind of looked at your list and uh, you looked a little bit at my list. Most of uh, the bands that we listed aren't exactly what you would call commercial success. Right. Um, they're still relatively underground, so that's, you know, who, what's to say that they're not going to blow up, you know, next couple of years? Because yes. their music is good, obviously. Yes. Music, is, music is great as if they have it on our list. Right. So, let's bounce stuff off each other. All right. Um, I have a... a a list of more than 10, but I'm not going to go with all of them. Mm-hmm. We'll, I'll just kind of here and there. I got a burp real quick. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. And then we'll take turns. Sure. So do you want to go first since all right, you're sure. the guest of honor? Sure. Thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> all right. So as I prefaced before, a lot of my choices are very heavily guitar biased because I'm a guitar player. Sure. I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. Um. But I will start off with Winter Sun, the album Winter Sun. Good. And I know they get a lot of shit because of Jari, and he's been taking forever to come up with time, but that doesn't take away from the amazing album that he did produce, which was the self-titled debut album. Right. Um, but that's one of the CDs from start to finish. I can listen to the entire CD. It doesn't matter if it's here or if it's you know, a couple years down. It yeah. still sounds fresh yeah. to me. Yeah. And then just... In my opinion, it's hard to find somebody that hits the same technical aspect, not only in playing, but in vocals. Like his growls, his singing, like yeah. he kind of has a whole complete package. Yeah, when you're playing stuff that's not easy to play and you're still fucking vocally hitting it, yeah. that's ba- that's better. It's impressive. How about you? Um, So my first one, and again, I'm going to right off the... <laughs> right away, <laughs> people are going to be like, what the fuck, man? What are you talking <laughs> about, man? So... Black Dahlia Murder with Nocturnal. Oh, yes. 2007. Rest in peace, man. Uh, so, rest in peace, Trevor. Um, so, the, the interesting part about this album is... Well, shit, even their other albums. Uh, Ver, Verminius or... Mm-hmm. Verminus. Holy shit, dude. Like, 
<laughs> so people are like, you're fucking dumb and those bands suck or that band sucks and this and this and that. No, dude. Nah. Like, first of all, whatever core tendencies that they had, they shed that, especially off this album. They don't have any core, deathcore yeah. or hardcore elements at all anymore at this point. So if people are complaining or talking shit about these guys. Uh, completely revisit these guys because they are melodic death metal in every sense of the word. Um, look at, if you're not too sure, I mean, li- listen to Nocturnal, listen to the latest one, Verminous, Verminous mm-hmm. which, man, even the album cover fucking reeks of fucking like Dismember and old school fucking Swedish death metal band cover art. <laughs> um, but yeah, for sure. Recipes, Trevor, I also wanted to state that today uh anathema put out a a post regarding dan from anathema or i guess they're not anathema anymore but that he attempted to kill himself he, oh he, no man. he attempted suicide i didn't hear about that yeah and he uh he was recovering and he, he he's looking for help he's seeking help um unfortunately you know but uh he's you know he's he's doing okay from what i heard he's recovering from that but i think what's important is you know you hear you hear people and sometimes they're not as happy and you know kind of give them a text man give them a what's up yeah. give them a call you know hey you want to have some dinner you want to have some lunch yeah, I mean, I, I can't know? tell you, like, I know depression is such a real thing. Oh, yes. I, I, I can't tell you, like, how many times, like, I've been so fucking down and all it took was somebody to give me a call or a text message and, you know, that immediately brightened up my day. Because, right. you know, when you're stuck in that depressive state of mind, like, everything is blocked off. It's just you alone and that's it. Like, nobody else can really... It's hard, it's hard to see anything else. Yeah. Other than, you know... Your loneliness, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's, it's rough because, like, I don't know if the signs were there with, with, with what we were getting. You know, the music that we were getting certainly probably could have been a sign for help. But, I mean, you know, and, and, and eventually them breaking up, too. Yeah. You know? Unfortunately, there's, there's those people that put on the happy face. Yeah, they're, they're the clowns. They make everybody else laugh. They make everybody else yeah. happy, but they're not happy themselves. Yeah, and you know, I know what it's been like. You know, to not be happy yourself, but at least you want to make other people happy. Right. But and goddamn it, yeah. those are the best type of people, man. Because yeah. it's they put other people ahead of themselves. Yep. Um, you know, you know, if any of you listeners out there, if you're feeling depressed or anything like that, please talk to someone. Yeah, you're not alone. <laughs> Actually, guys, I was gonna say that. Like, reach out to me too. Reach yeah. out, to shit. Email me, uh, and from there we'll go. You know, we'll go from there. You guys know that metal that metal podcast one at gmail dot com. You could. We need you. You just need to fucking just talk and get something out of your chest because it it it's tremendous how how much that actually helps people. Yep. Just talking about stuff. Um. But yeah, you know what? That was my first pick. Uh, Black Dahlia. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I've, been, I've already talked about him before. Children of Bodom. Uh, Follow the Reaper. Yeah. 
Like, just, again, start to finish. Of course, like, all their albums pretty much have a special place in my heart, but that one, for me, has the most heavy hitters that I that I really latched onto. Let me add, Hate Breeder. Oh, yes. Um, even just the song chilling about him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The fucking riff, right? It's, yeah. Uh, and Downfall, I think, has like one of the coolest riffs. You, you know what it was is that I wasn't a coffee drinker like when I was you know a teenager or whatever and when I first yeah. discovered him. But like anytime I listened to him, it's like I had a freaking <laughs> shot of espresso or something like that. I was ready to... Fuck shit! Fuck the day up! Like I felt so amazing and it's so fucking energetic and uplifting. Like it was so amazing. And that's uh, what made me fall in love with that type of music. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I love that comparison, man. Yeah. It's a good comparison. No, but the blue album, "Follow the Reaper," mm-hmm. excellent. Uh, honestly, like the for me, it's the first three. Yeah. Right. Uh, is it something wild? Yes. Hate breeder and and follow the reaper. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. You get your orange, green, and fucking blue, whatever. Yes. Or red. Excellent, man. Uh, yeah, no, dude, you can't go... I mean, a lot of people know already. So, it's like, you're right, dog. You're right, dog. I like your, I like your pick. But, yeah, I wanted to add on uh, Hate Breeder. And, actually, uh, I want to add on Kalma. Ooh, very so, nice. So, Swamp Lord. Oh, of course. So, I want to add course, that as a, kind of mm-hmm. a trifecta. I think. Yeah, like... Calmo, like we were talking about earlier, they're one of the OGs also, yes. but um, they're not what I would call a commercial success, like no. say, Chandra Bonham, like we were just talking about, or right. some of the other bands, but amazing. And I got to see them, I think this year or last year, I can't remember if they came. But, uh, it was recently, yeah. Yeah, I just remember getting super duper wasted and taking a shot with the bass player, and that was pretty cool. That's fucking badass. <laughs> It's, I think it's something in Finland, you know, that that they have such, like, I don't know, like, the way they make music, you know? Like, yeah. it's it's just, it's kind of Navia in general, I would say. Mm-hmm. They make a lot of just outstanding music. It's more it's, disciplined. It's, yeah, yeah, dude. So, I've heard a theory that the reason why their music is so good is because the winters are so harsh and crazy out there. So much snow, they can't drive anywhere. They can't do much. They got to stay indoors, so they play instruments. Practice. They practice, practice, practice. And that's pretty much the key to like the craziness yeah. that comes out of Finland. I would say also probably their education system is mm. far superior yeah. than ours. And probably what they learn. Because it seems to me that a lot of these guys were like fucking 16, 17 when they were starting. Yeah. And it's like they just didn't get it from nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, they start earning their chops, you know, learning. So, yes, sir. You're right. I mean, it could be just bored teenager at home that has to do fucking homework and he's like learning to be badass, you know? Yeah. Future fucking rock star. All right. What's your next one? Because I, I, I went with uh, Kalma and Hate, uh, hate Reader. So, all right. So, uh, my next one, I'm wearing the shirt today. Morse Principium Est. Um, and the album is Liberation Equals Termination. Okay. If you have not heard that album, have not. do yourself a favor and you can thank me later. Okay. <laughs> it, especially if you like melodic death metal. Yes. That is amazing from start to finish. Okay. Start to finish, amazing. Um, 
Albums after that were great too, but to me, that was the best album that they put out. Okay. I'll have to check that out because I've, I know them. I've heard them before. Some you know, songs and stuff like that. Yeah. And I know them. So I'm like, okay. Have you heard what Morse Principium Est actually means? Uh, no. What does it mean? In Latin, it's death is only the beginning. Oh. Yes. But I mean. Ah, okay. Yeah. But the music is so amazing. You guys yeah. got to listen to it. That's fucking cool. Um, I guess I'll get this one out of the way now just for people because they're going to be getting mm-hmm. upset. It's okay, guys. You, you'll understand. Uh, I actually had the balls to put death on here. And <laughs> I feel like the Symbolic album mm-hmm. is a melodic death metal album. Uh, if you listen to that fucking album and you have, obviously, Crystal Mountain and you have Zero Tolerance... I would say Zero Tolerance probably is the only one that doesn't have the melodic stuff going on. Yeah. But Perennial Quest and then when you like other songs that are on there, I make the argument that Symbolic it really is a fucking melodic death metal album. Very nice. Um and certainly compared to what they've done mm-hmm. at that time, it was by far probably their most ambitious other than the Son of Perseverance. Yeah. Um which had Symbolic was a very tight, uh, tight knit, uh, and the side of perseverance had like this ju- uh, jazz, really loosey goosey yeah. vibe going on to it. Um, and because of that, I feel like that the symbolic album is is a melodic death metal. You know? Very nice. Now, you may people who may not agree with me, listen to it again, check out some tracks. And really, you know, open your mind, open your ears, think outside the box. Because I really do think there's something else there, you know? So, there's my pick. All right. I don't even know. Are we even counting? Like, I don't think we're counting. No, because I have I have like so, 12 or 13, you know? Like, yes. So. No, same here. Um, I'm not using all of them. So the first albums that I'm kind of going over are albums that were influential on me. They shaped my music playing. Like, uh, not only that, but it doesn't matter what year I listen to them. I can listen from start to finish the entire album and know the entire track list. Okay, okay. Um, Later on down the list, I'm going to be mentioning some newer bands that I'm just starting to discover. I don't necessarily know entire discographies yet. Okay. But they are fucking... They're amazing. Like, everything I've heard from them is golden okay excellent but um how about you like uh how do you typically discover new bands okay so word of mouth Mm -hmm. we have there's this chat with some of the boys in uh the msr cast um carrie and the christian and sean what's up fellas um, we have a discussion, uh, and people are always introducing something new. Have you heard this? Have you heard that? that sounds um, great. There's, uh, metal pages on Facebook mm-hmm. who are like prog metal. I think the, yeah. one of the, the, one of the main ones that's, they're always putting cool stuff like every day. 
Uh, Some of it goes a little overboard for my taste. Yeah, a I know. Little, I know. A little too fantasy fairyland for me. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> well, there's stuff that's like prog in a direction that I'm not yeah. uh, generally a fan of. That not that there's anything wrong with that because I have to be in the mood. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I love, excuse me, I love all that stuff like Liquid Tension Experiment, and, you know, and and I like, <laughs> but I also like Spock's beard. I like the weird, yeah. the weird rock. Mm-hmm. Like there's another band called Three, I think. Never heard of them. Awesome, awesome progressive rock band metal. Um, but you know, I also dig Kansas too. Oh, me too. Hell yeah! And I lo- you know, they're the to classics, me, man. The classic yeah, rock. Come I on. think Kansas is the prog band. Yeah, for like, sure. Like for the certain time. Anyways, um, but yeah, typically I would say Facebook, word of mouth, and then when because I have uh, Apple on an iPhone, so mm-hmm. I'll go through Apple Music. Every Thursday night, check out new music. Uh, and then hopefully buddies, you know, friends will tell me something new as well. Yeah, so that's always been my struggle is trying to find music, like new music, right? Because yeah. it's easy for us to get stuck in the same routine of listening to the same albums, cycling the same bands over and over and over oh, yeah. again. And that's, that's great. It's amazing because you're already familiar with the music and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's something about like... Uh, finding that new band that you latch onto and it's like holy shit i had no idea this existed and then you start discovering it's like a whole new breath of fresh air it's what 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 happens to me several years ago was i was being so jaded Mm -hmm. by the metal scene and everything was just it was just the same yeah and then i heard Dawnbringer, and Dawnbringer completely Set me straight. Uh, I heard into the the lair into the the lair was it into the lair of the sun god. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> uh, I it rejuvenated me. It it, it helped yep. me like it really did, dude. Uh, sometimes that's all it takes is just one album to just completely restore your faith in metal, dude. Yeah, you not know? just your faith in metal. Like, a, say you're having a shitty day, yeah. and like something completely blindsides you. That's so awesomely amazing, and like, holy shit, I feel better now. Yeah. Like wow, <laughs> yeah, that's what I needed. Yeah. And then you start going down the whole rabbit hole, yeah. the YouTube rabbit, uh, oh, black hole. My lord, yes, dude. And that's where I've discovered like a lot of these bands yeah. too is YouTube. The comments, dude. Yeah. The comments. Mm-hmm. Some of them are gold, and they're like little gold nuggets. They're like, yeah. oh shit, I'm gonna check this band out that he mentioned. You know? Yes. Yeah, it exactly. happens a lot. So yeah, for sure. Ah, uh, yeah. Let's not forget YouTube. That's the, oh, the yeah. OG man. YouTube. Uh, yeah. for me, Spotify too. Yeah. Um. That's where I found a, a lot of a lot of the newer bands I listen to. I found right. on Spotify and YouTube, but I mean, other than those two channels, like I I need chats. I need like what you're talking about. I need different yeah. channels to discover new bands, new I'll, albums. I'll I'll share more music with you. Very nice. I'll 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 be, I'll remember that. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, how old our listeners are, but I, I'm like Johnny Five, man. Input, input. <laughs> Give me input. Johnny Five is yes. alive. <laughs> yeah, that's our age range. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so did you have one or is it my turn? Uh, I just went. Okay, I have a good one. Night Rage. Oh, Sweet Vengeance. The I think I don't know. Is it the first and only with Gus G or it's, I? I don't think so. I know almost nothing about Night Rage. I okay. barely discovered them maybe a month ago. Okay, but 
But I was like, holy shit, this sounds like Old School in Flames. Yes. I was like, what? Yes. And I, I thought it was in Flames. And I looked at it. I was like, oh shit, it's a different band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this one, Sweet Vengeance, came out 2004. It actually has guest vocals. Uh, who is it? Uh, Tomas from Evergrade does guest oh, vocals nice. on one. But I think it's Tomas Lindbergh or whatever from At The Gates mm. does vocals on that album specifically, I think. I'm not too sure. But it's outstanding, dude. Everything that you could ever fucking want. Fast, quick, super, you know, like at the gates, like in flames. Just, but we're, I mean, we're talking about like old stuff, not, mm-hmm. the, not the new yeah. stuff. But that's, uh, that's, that's what I kind of like about Night Rage 2. They, mish, they mix the quality of the old songs yes. with the new technology. Yes, they have. So it's, it doesn't, yes. like the recordings aren't so, I mean, part of my my French, but shitty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The quality is like awesome studio quality with right. freaking old school in flames yeah. ideas. Now I love the modern sound, but I also love old shitty sound, yeah. which we'll talk about later yeah. when the, some of my other picks, but only in that kind of music, this whole old school, like century media, uh, other old school record labels that have those bands. They were barely starting off. Who knows if people knew how to fucking how to record them in a studio? Yeah. Like they weren't sure how the fuck to record them, and maybe that's mm-hmm. why the quality came out that way, or the audio yeah. came out that way. You had sound engineers, producers who are like, "I wait, what is this? What's coming? What what's mm-hmm. what's happening?" You know. Um, it, for me, I feel like that was an amazing time, especially the early '90s, early to mid '90s, when you had Orchid and you had all these oh, bands yeah. com- coming out to do albums death metal like pure fucking brutal death metal mm-hmm. and it's just like the engineer must have been like god damn it what am i gonna do with this shit how, how the fuck am i supposed to fucking you know work on this yeah you know? uh i thought it was an interesting time you know definitely like, that's why i love the old school uh melodic death metal shit yeah because it just has this weird not a raw sound but it's not too polished mm-hmm. you know um my turn your turn uh oh let me kick it off next. No, it's your turn. Yeah, I did Night Rage. All right. Um, another band um, that I really liked, The Absence. This, yes. This is actually melodic death metal yes. from Tampa, Florida, oh, which is crazy. Um, for the longest time, for a while, they actually had um, the guitarist from Scar Symmetry, which is another band on my list. Holy shit. Um, per Nielsen, he filled yeah. in for them for a little bit. But the album that I'm mentioning, Writers of the Plague, that was another album that just start to finish freaking was amazing. Like, I listened to it from start to finish. That's the, cool, dude. The albums afterwards, I kind of yeah. fell off fell in, fell in, off with interest. But, uh, I mean, for me, like, that was gold. Yeah. Writers of the Plague was freaking amazing. Um, I have heard them. I do, I do like yeah. them. So, yeah. Good shit, man. Good pick. How about you? Again, another controversial pick. But it deserves to be on here. I will personally put my stamp of essential and must be heard album. Like this city, Storm Chaser. Okay, I gotta write that down for sure because I never I haven't yes. heard that album. Now, people are like, You're crazy. You're crazy. I'm not listening to you. Crazy. Yeah, I'm not listening to you. Crazy. <laughs> now, what you need to know: Light this city 
were at one point a metalcore, melodic metalcore band. Mm-hmm. They lost all that shit. Whatever it was, whatever they did, the two guitarists there, you would love them. The chemistry that they have is incredible. The the guitar, the work, the everything, the riffs, the everything that they did uh, on that album is amazing. Sure, the singer may not be very versatile, but she's she is meant to just growl and fucking sing. She is not singing clean. She's not doing any of that bullshit. <laughs> so because of that, none of that bullshit. No. <laughs> because of that, she's not actually trying to show off her voice. Look, this mm-hmm. is an epica. It's not fucking Nightwish. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is that any of that? She's growling. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't need to have a lot of range. Now, in that, I, I don't mean I don't mean to be uh, cliche or biased, but um, I mean credit given where credit is due. The singer from Ginger, she can hit freaking growls like lows that I haven't heard from any other. Yeah, female. She's she's incredible. She almost sounds like Michael Ackerfeld, yeah. like at certain points. Like I'm yeah. like, holy fuck. <laughs> you and, know, I, what I wonder though is like the I think I think the girl's name is Lara from um, from Let the City mm-hmm. or Lauren. I'm not sure. I'm sorry if I don't know the name. Sorry. Um, with her, like Ginger does a lot of it's it's gent, it's progressive, mm-hmm. and it's this this. It mixes it up. Yeah. On this one, it's just full speed. Hmm, very so nice. on on on, on uh, Storm Chaser from Light to City. So it's not like she needs to change up her voice. I think if it was different where she needed to sing certain different styles, I wonder if this girl could actually hit it. Uh, hit those spots. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I give, I mean, I mean, Ginger has, I mean, uh, Tatiana. Yeah, she's she's awesome. Uh, she's a looker. Ooh, yes, she's a cutie. She is, gorgeous. and she she brings the goods. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So she's that's what's cool about that. Um, but two different, two different, worlds. two different singers. Now, if you were to say Alicia or uh, Angela from Arch Enemy, and this girl from Light the City. Then I'm kind of biased towards it Angela. Would, it would be I would I'm I am biased towards Angela's too. Yeah. Uh I think she's probably one of the one of the good ones. Now, I know there's more. She's not the yeah. best. She's not the best by far, but there's It's she's, just that period in Arch Enemy, like yeah. fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. However, with with uh Storm Chaser, guys, listen to it. You're gonna thank me. You're gonna love it. Just don't listen to the first song. <laughs> The first song's stupid. It's not even good. Yeah. Like, there's an intro, and then it's the first song. Don't even listen to that. It's dumb. Just go straight to number two, uh, two or, th- or three, and the rest. Duly noted. Yes. It's a it's a great... It's ah, Dude, I, you have to listen to it. It's it's so good. All right. Um. So, the next uh, band on my list, Scar Symmetry, Holographic Universe. Good stuff. Um... I would say the vocalist is more of an acquired taste for a lot of folks. I completely understand that. Um, as I said, and I've said many times already, I'm a guitar player. Per Nilsson's guitar playing, holy shit, man. Like, that blew my freaking mind. Like, I thought I had heard it all, but, like, the the way he mixes, he has, like, a... I don't know how to describe it. Maybe a jazzy-type uh, feel to his soloing that 
I just haven't mm. I hadn't heard anything like yeah. that. Like everything's so fluid, so f- melodic, so amazing. Yeah. And then that, of course, uh, with the heavy freaking riffs throughout the album as well. And then I would say the vocalist was my he he kind of I kind of grew into me. He, okay. Yeah, like I wasn't convinced about the vocalist at first, but then the more I listened to him, the more I liked it. You know, I, I always I always had this idea that if you can listen to De Mustaine. You can, <laughs> you can, yeah, you can listen. You can listen to anything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 I, and I love Megadeth too. You know, yeah, so like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> um, all right, I got, I got my next one here. Uh, actually, I think you know them. Uh, Quo Vadis with Defiant Imagination. Mm. This is Canadian technical melodic death metal, like supreme yeah so, I, I haven't heard the whole album but i've heard like singles from them yeah defined imagination is one of those albums where it's just perfection and mm-hmm. in, in the technical genre as well like not only is it melodic yeah. it's technical i mean the drummers yannick i forgot his name is outstanding one of yeah. the best out there in the world was who was or is playing in a band called gone in april mm-hmm. currently i think on tour um yeah really good i on that album specifically i think they have steve uh what's his name steve DiGorgio, de giorgio mm-hmm. who's in testament or he might have left testament i don't remember no no the drummer left um but yeah really good um the intro song you have the singer fucking growl and he growls yeah. for like 15 20 seconds like straight and you're like that's not real that can't be real Dude, he fucking he does that shit live. <laughs> so for them to say he doesn't do it, no, he does it, dude. It's live. Yeah. So good shit, man. Good shit. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, my next uh, pick is actually one of the few bands that I listen to from the UK. Okay. Bloodshot Dawn, and the album is Demons. Okay, I've never heard these guys. If you've never heard them, uh, Demons is more melodic melodic death metal the earlier albums are more tech death metal like a think obscura type deal um but bloodshot dawn uh demons that album in particular it's very heavily melodic death metal and that again start to finish it's one of those coffee shots or uh you know maybe a (laughs) shot of a drink maybe a little sniff here and there yeah yeah yeah. a line of something that'll wake you up that'll wake (laughs) you up that'll start your day off but highly recommend that album that's cool man that's a cool name too. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? All right. So I'm going to go old school for some of you guys who really did like, and th- and this is for the peeps out there who are either really enjoy old school in flames, old school at the gates, dark tranquility, etc., from the early to mid nineties. If you really enjoyed these guys and that style, I recommend listening to Gates of Ishtar, like always. Mm-hmm. Specifically, A Blood Red Path or a, a Dawn of Flames. Came out in 98. Blood Red Path came out in 96. Not sure if one or both were produced by Dan Suano, which is another metal god in the metal world. But they have this really cool, not perfect sound. Uh, production wise but riffage that's what you want oh that, yeah that's where they they bring it 
uh, and the growls, the screams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael's, uh, this guy's screams, uh, so badass. Definitely got to check it out. I haven't yeah. heard that one. If you're more into like the, uh, I don't, I don't want to say children, but that other fast paced kind of stuff. He, when he did, he finished Gates of Ishtar. Yeah. He, they broke up and they made another band called uh, Duskfall. The Duskfall, not Duskmorn, mm-hmm. but the Duskfall has that fast paced, really super mm-hmm. quick melodic shit going on. So like, they're still kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend Gates of Ishtar um, for a lot of the old school dudes who really like the, the mm-hmm. earlier stuff, the early to mid 90s. Yeah. Uh, they would really love this shit. Uh, Blood Red Path, killer. My my all time favorite that's always going to be in my top three albums of all time is going to be a Dawn of, in the, the Dawn of Flames. So you can't Very go nice. wrong with either one. Very nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, for me, my final album that was that pretty much shaped my playing and uh, very, very, very obscure. Like I even tried looking them up on YouTube, and it's really hard to find them sometimes. Uh, Hate Form. The band is called Hate Form, and the album is Origins of Plague. Um, it's kind of hard to describe them. They're kind of like the Absence. Um, Riders of the Plague feel, but way heavier, um, way faster, way more technical, and of course, melodic. Um, the guitarist is freaking phenomenal. Uh, Michael Gardner, I think is his name. Okay. Uh, but holy shit, I've never played like anybody play like that guy. (laughs) That's Um, cool. Highly recommend, especially for you musicians out there. I mean, even if you're not a guitar player, you know, as a musician, you can recognize, you know, the artistry and other mediums definitely all right uh how about you that's cool dude. <laughs> never heard of them man yeah well we'll listen to some right now okay. in a bit. um i was gonna mention i think an obvious one would be heartwork from carcass mm-hmm. but a lot of people already know that um i'm gonna cross that one off what some people may not know is parasite inc Dead and, Al- Dead and Alive came out in 2018. Uh, Parasite Inc. is one of those weird bands that are... I've heard them a few times. Yeah, they're... they're I th- I would say they're like a mix between Dark Tranquility and In Flames. Mm-hmm. Kind of in that vein. They definitely caught my attention. Yeah. Like, I, I heard them on actually uh, Spotify. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Really cool band. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit going on. Yeah. Very melodic. Modern. Uh, so, dude, I don't know. It's just one of those albums. Check it out, man. I think you'll dig it. Dead, dead and alive. All right, we'll do. Dead and alive. All right. So the next uh, al- albums or bands I'm going to be going over are bands that I've recently discovered. So I haven't actually listened to a lot of their albums, mainly because, and this kind of goes into that conversation where how do you get how do you get access to these new albums? Okay. A lot of these bands, like I'm listening to now. They're overseas, and you know, trying to get a digital CD is almost impossible unless you want to pirate it. And I refuse to pirate music because I, as a musician, I know their livelihood is their music. I want to pay them for their art. Sure. But um, needless to say, it's a pain in the ass to get CDs, you know, shipped from wherever they're at. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of these bands is called Whispered. 
Um, Shogunate Macabre uh, is the album. They're Japanese Finnish melodic death metal. Whoa. Japanese inspired. Okay. Okay. They're Finnish dudes playing Japanese inspired melodic death metal. Very unique. Very freaking awesome. Think of uh, think of Children of Bodom, but with like a Japanese samurai twang to it. Fuck yeah. It's kind of hard, but he actually does. He does it right. Like it sounds freaking awesome face paint and everything like they do the whole samurai outfit yeah. shit looks looks sick that's fucking cool that's unimpressive oh yeah another i think another band that i want to mention before i go to mine uh is a uh, bloodstained child haven't heard them children mm-hmm. japanese band they they have the children uh very much sound like children about them yeah but bloodstained child man check mm-hmm. them out um so, my next one would be a melodic uh, black metal. Ooh, very nice. Uh, this is a classic to me. I think this is a, one, an essential, another essential mm-hmm. album. It's actually Nagelfar. Hmm, there you go. Uh, the album is called Vitra. Came out in 1997. This one, to me, makes me want to just get fucking drunk on whiskey and fucking <laughs> scream, dude. Mm. And fucking have that primal rage, that primal, <laughs> you know, just go fucking savage. Mm-hmm. And it's so pretty too at the same time, you know. It yeah. has that that the I don't know what it is, man. Yeah. So so back before um, Spotify and YouTube and all this shit, um, I had Winamp. Oh, so yeah. Winamp had its radio stations and stuff like that. And there was one for black metal. And like that's where I heard Nagelfar. That's where I heard Rotting Christ. That's where I heard like all these hypocrisy actually. Yeah. And like a ah. lot, a lot of these fucking badass bands yeah. I heard through. Actually, some of the best bands I heard through that radio station. I haven't been able to find anything that just hits like that station did. That's pretty back fucking then. badass, dude. Yeah, and unfortunately, like I was in high school, dude. So I didn't ac- I didn't have ac- access to the funds or the means to get these albums or like fucking discover. I barely had a computer. Like when I was like a sophomore in high school yeah so i didn't really have access to get it getting that stuff right um but unfortunately I, all i heard were songs and not entire albums yeah like from that period yeah but everything that i freaking loved hey man but it shaped you yeah it did it's all you need man. it did <laughs> for sure what's yours what's your pick because uh i have a, f- a couple more left all right so this one was a very very pleasant treat okay um if you watch their video on YouTube or their videos on YouTube, I should I should say they they seem like a comic band, almost like Death Clock. Okay. Um, but the music, like if you were to take the whole c- comic video out of the equation, um, their music is freaking amazing. Okay. Uh, Belzebubs. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Belzebubs, uh, Pantheon <laughs> of the Nightside Gods. I know that one. Yeah. yeah. I was pleasantly surprised when I heard them. I mean. The videos are funny as shit, yeah. but the music is actually really freaking good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, good shit, man. Yeah, but they they, they do the whole cartoon, yeah. very well animated like cartoon uh, sure. videos, yeah. and the music just happens to be fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Good pick, good pick. Yeah. Let's see. I'm going to... I have two more. All right. Uh, a classic... Again, for the people who are into the early 90s, mid-90s, uh, Melodic Death, Arch Enemy, oh, Burning nice. Bridges. Mm-hmm. The Burning Bridges album came out in 1996. 
Like there's the absolutely no man. if there's absolutely no fucking doubt. Yeah. If you're like, well, oh, I don't want no I don't want them having women singers and blah blah blah. And no. Well then listen to the early shit. Yes. Listen to the early shit. I think his name's Johan. Uh or I forgot his actually actually I forgot his name, the singer that they had. Yeah. But absolutely incredible. I think Burning Bridges, Stigmata also. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of the early shit, dude. That's all you need. Yep. Um, I do like one album with Angela. I think it's Wages of Sin. Mm-hmm. But for sure, man, Burning Bridges is an uh, essential. If you're like going to build a melodic death metal playlist, I th- I think it should be on there. I, I really wish I had the opportunity to watch Arch Enemy. Yeah. When they had Angela, did you ever have the yes, pleasure? Yes. You're so lucky. Oh man! How, uh, tell, come on, tell G- the story. Gigantor. Oh, uh, you went to that. Yeah. Oh, that was a freaking star-studded lineup too. Ah, uh, dude. Was that uh, the one with uh, Dream Theater, Megadeth, and? Nah, that was the first one. Ah. The first one. Uh, the second one. It was uh. Opeth. Oh, dude. Arch Enemy. See, Megadeth. Who else was in that one? Uh, I think Overkill mm-hmm. was on that, and I believe I'm trying to remember. I'm not sure if it was Into Eternity. I, I forget who else it was mm-hmm. was on there. That sounds like a pretty star-studded lineup. It was though. it was awesome, dude. Amazing experience for yeah. sure, man. Yeah, yeah, that was like. <laughs> I hope Dave continues with a, a future version of a Gigantor. Yeah. Cause it was yeah, because they always had they always threw really badass yeah. acts together. Yeah, the the first the first time it was Symphony X, mm-hmm. Dream Theater, um, fuck who else? Fear Factory, I think, or I forget who else it was. That no, wasn't Fear Factory, but it was a really good lineup too. Can't remember, yeah, yeah, the first one of the first ones. I know a lot of people got different bands. There was a lot of really good tours that kind of died out. Like yeah, one of the tours that sticks out in my mind. Pagan Fest. Oh, did you ever right. go to? Did you ever go to Pagan yeah, Fest? No, I didn't. It came to El Paso once, and it was like one of the few times where you can catch Enciferum, Turisas. Yeah, uh, I remember that. The, the, yeah. Uh, you can catch all the freaking big acts like from over there, like in one spot. Yeah. And like there was only a handful of us. Like it barely, we barely filled up like yeah. a quarter of the club. I was like, "Fuck, we look like a bunch of assholes here." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "We're not worthy." Uh, dude, no shit, right? Oh man. Um, what you got next? Um, uh, uh, okay. So, of course, I love Bork Nagar, but the whole reason I wanted to go to that show to begin with, ah, and the re- and unfortunately they didn't make it to the- this time around. Wolfheart. Okay. Everything that I've heard from him, yes, has been golden for me. Yes. You know, very personal. Like, I freaking loved him. I saw them. Live with Morse Principium Est and Karak Angren. Yes. And uh, as much as I love Morse Principium Est, they stole the show for me. Damn. Like they stole the show. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't even like the the co-headliners. They were like the third band. Damn. Yeah. They stole the freaking show. Like. Yeah. They're playing. Their energy. Their music. Like their writing. Amazing. They took everything. Yes. Um, the name of the album is I don't even know how to pronounce that man. It's T Y H J Y Y S. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know how to pronounce that, let's but not, let's not try to insult them. So. Yeah. But that I'll, album. I'll, hey, what's up, Lemmy? <laughs> this fool finally decided to show up. There's a kitty cat. Yeah. Watch out with your whiskey. He's a whiskey drinker, huh? Yeah. He's obviously. Well, he's a Lemmy, dude. It's he's uh, a bad boy. He's, he just o- wants... he's obviously in the black metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, kitty. Come here. Come on, jump. You saying you're not cult enough? I know. Um. So I have. I'm just gonna give my last couple of picks up. Mm-hmm. So, um, Edge of Sanity from you know with Dan Swano, the Crimson mm-hmm. album. Uh, I was gonna mention this one. Uh, it's it's a good melodic death metal album, but it's a lot more than that. There's a lot going on in that album, and of course Michael from Opeth comes out in that. Mm-hmm. But I purposely decided to not talk about it so much. But I do want to mention it as an honorable mention. And the only reason I don't want to include it as an essential, just because there's so much more going on that album, I don't yeah. want to consider it just a melodic death metal album. It definitely relies. Hold on. It definitely could go into like the prog world. Yeah. So that's why I didn't want to kind of do it bad. Let's just say. Yeah. But with that being said. My last pick would be Amon Amarth, Twilight of the Thunder God. Oh, yes, sir. I, I, think I got that, to see that live. Yeah. What an experience it was. Yeah, I think that one is just an album that just oozes the riffage that you, that you just want. Yes, sir. The imagery, you know, it's just everything's just so good on that album. Yep. Cover Play, art. Put know. on some Skyrim, throw some. Uh, oh, yeah. Twilight yeah, of the that Thunder was, God. That was around the time. Yeah, yeah, Boom. yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Some Elden Ring. Put a freaking lightning build. <laughs> there you go, man. You're freaking Thor. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You got your Mjolnir. Yeah, your Meow Meow. Yeah. Um, so, I don't have albums, but a few honorable mentions. Go for um, it. A band that I recently discovered, Afa Namer. Oh, they're badass. Yeah. Af- Afinama or whatever. Yeah, dude. With the woman, the, the girl singer, or the female yeah, singer. Yeah, Good dude. Shit. I was like, holy fuck. Like, yeah. she's female Alexi. Like, yeah. she not only, not only did she freaking sing great, but her guitar playing is like out of this yeah. freaking world too. Yes. And uh, again, that's one of the albums I was trying to get. They don't offer their freaking albums digitally. If you're listening by some chance, please offer your album in a lossless format digitally. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah. Cause I want it now. I don't want to wait. Camp? I don't want to wait like seven, eight weeks to get the freaking album from wherever yeah, it is. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Um. So amazing. If they have you haven't heard them, check them out. Afa Namer. Mm-hmm. Um. Can you really spell popular. It out? Can you spell it out real quick? Oh, A E P as in Paul. H A N as in Nancy. E M as in Mary. E R as in Robert. Um. Next band, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with, but I'm going to mention them anyways. <laughs> Bellacore, because it took me a while to discover them. One of the best Australian bands out there. Yes. To me, check it out. This is my whole take on them. Yeah. They fulfilled the need that Opeth gave me mm. that they should have given me. Yeah. Instead of going into their dad prog rock BS, whatever they're doing. <sighs> I'm sorry if I'm offending yes. anybody. No, say but it. That's I don't care. my personal opinion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're Kraut Kraut Ruck. 
<laughs> they went that yeah, way. but Bellacor like continued yeah. that legacy for me. Like yeah. it, it gave me that same yeah. happiness. That same. You know, uh, Agalok did that for me. You know, yeah. which one? Agalok. Oh, Agalok. They is really, really good they too, really man. did that for me. Yeah, they took kind of the torch for that. Yeah. Um, final band I do want to mention as an honorable mention. It's actually uh, an old band member that I used to play with. Uh, which he's actually been on the show before, Mar- Marcus Banda. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he's in a really freaking awesome band. Like, I'm not just saying that because he's my friend or like, this is completely, completely objective. Um, his band, Orcus Odis, yes, is about to release an album. Um, it's called Post Mortem. It's coming out uh, July 2nd, I believe, is when they're releasing yeah. it. But if you look him up on YouTube, holy shit. Like, I had no idea people in Mexico even knew that much about melodic death metal, but yeah. they sure as hell know how to play it. Yeah, and uh, Marcus is badass. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a Mexican Jari to me. Yeah, yeah he's great. Right? <laughs> like uh, I've I've seen some of his productions behind the scenes. Like he shows me his studio one. There's like 50 freaking tracks, yeah. and they're all orchestrated. Like this guy's yeah. really freaking smart. Yeah, the the I think the layers how he thinks and yeah, I think in terms of like how you said the amount of tracks on there. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. highly recommend check him out, guys. Juarez, Mexico, Orcus O. D I S. Orcus Odis. Yeah. Orcus Odis. Yeah. Hopefully, Marcus is, uh, will record again and do another podcast. And maybe you could be on that one, dude. We can, oh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, yeah. That, that might be our next uh, spot for abstraction. Me and his, me and his hey, project. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, you could look that up too abstraction yeah. band. And that'll be me and him. Yeah. But, but we did say that. Okay. Well, first of all, let's, let's, Let's kind of start uh, putting the kibosh here. I feel like these are a lot of good bands. These are good albums that we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we are not the authority on this shit. Nope. We are just simply stating albums that we enjoy that happen to be melodic death metal slash black metal. That touched our hearts. And it did. It touched it. <laughs> and maybe my wiener. I don't know. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. I, it was consensual. Like a bolt of lightning. <laughs> <laughs> it was consensual. <laughs> um, so, what are some of your melodic death metal melodic death metal albums that you guys recommend? What are things that we should listen to? Uh, maybe not necessarily stuff that oh you missed this, you missed mm-hmm. that, or this or that and the other, but maybe instead stuff we should listen to. Please. Uh, enlighten us. I would love to listen. I would love to hear that. Input. Input. Yes. <laughs> Please. You could uh, message me on Instagram, That Metal Podcast. Uh, it's Facebook, That Metal Podcast. You could email me, That Metal Podcast One at gmail.com. Uh, also, before we leave, though, there was another song that you wanted to mention that. Dark Aria would like to lead us out with. Yes. Um, this one's a little bit slower, a little bit more mellow. It's a good it's a good closer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, next song is called Withered. Fuck yeah. All right, boys and girls. Thank you so much for sticking around. Buy the ticket. Take the fucking ride.
self-control Scars of regret stain This fragile mind 